Welcome to another episode of the PCG Project Podcast. My name is Donnie, and I'm here with my co-host, Dave. Dave and I have been playing tabletop games for years now, and we created this podcast series to share our view on the games we play. That's right, Donnie. In order to summarize our thoughts, we have decided to break down each game into five standard categories that we think are important to discuss, which include setup, learning curve, game balance, replayability, overall theme, design, and cost. At the conclusion of each podcast, we will provide a ranking in each of the five categories Dave mentioned. Our rankings are broken down into three categories, thumbs up for good, shrug for okay, and thumbs down for bad. As you can tell, our ranking system is a very complicated creation. Today is the first episode of the PCG Project Podcast. I am Dave, and this is my co-host, Donnie. Thanks, Dave. It's great to be here, and I'm excited to kick off our PCG Project podcast series. We are going to start with what I can only imagine an incredibly positive review of the Dungeon & Dragons card game Dungeon Mayhem. The game was released back in 2018 by Wizards of the Coast. It is a 2-4 player game where each player picks an adventurer to do battle. The characters consist of Sutha, the Skullcrusher Barbarian, Azan, the Mystic Wizard, Leah, the Radiant Paladin, and Orax, the Clever Rogue. Way to really bury the lead there, Dave. We might have to work on that. Let's not forget about the expansion packs. Battle of Boulder's Gate was released in 2019. This expansion pack expands your character set with two additional characters, a ranger named Mince with his pet space hamster Boo, and a shape-shifting druid called Jahira. There is also a third iteration of the Dungeon Mayhem game called Monster Madness. This is a brand new game that was just released back in February of this year, and it contains six of its own characters, played basically the same way as the original dungeon game with the expansion. So for the purposes of this episode, we will be reviewing the original game, including the expansion. Each character has their own deck with unique skills and abilities. There is also a reference card that provides a description of the different symbols on the cards. Each player displays a hit point tracker with a hit point token on their current health. Shuffle the deck, draw three cards, and you're ready to play. first category we will be discussing is Setup Learning Curve. And that was essentially the whole setup I just explained. This box is relatively small too, making the game very convenient and great to bring to a game night. I'm looking at the rules right now, and it's one small page double-sided. That's all. Quick and easy read. Some games can take hours, or at least at a minimum, you have to watch a YouTube video that can be up to 30 minutes long to get you through the initial rules. This can be learned in a matter of minutes, and it's also learnable by your kids as well. The next category is game balance. It's a fairly basic game, and the good thing about that is the rules are straightforward. It doesn't leave many holes, if any at all, to find. Typically when we play, we'll do a few rounds alternating characters each time. There are some characters that win slightly more often. However, overall, we have each won with each character at least once. Um, In my opinion, Azan the Mystic Wizard is one of the better characters in the game. The game definitely does have a good amount of strategy to it. Playing special abilities or even just extra turn cards at the right time to create a good combination move is huge. I feel some characters are better than others. A novice may like the wizard, but I, for one, like Orax the Rogue. Still, I'd say there is a great game balance, and the general evenness of the characters leads to it being a more strategy-driven game rather than just being a lucky one. A good hand draw off the bat would certainly help, but nothing your opponent can't come back from. 
I will concur that this is more of a, a strategy game rather than lucky. Um, and also knowing your special abilities is a key factor in determining the outcome of the game. You know, the, the wizard and the ranger are better for smaller groups, and in a larger group settings, characters such as the barbarian would become more of a factor. Really, any of the characters would be a solid choice in this game. That is, except for the rogue. He is a surefire loser. The next category is replayability. I've already had all good things to say about this game, but the best thing about it is the replayability. We've sat down and played match after match of this game, and it continues to mix it up and be fun. I have not been able to get my hands on the new Monster Madness game from my local shop due to the virus, but I can't wait to add it to my collection. With all the expansions, the replayability and overall fun of this game just continues to increase. I would have to concur with Dave on this one. Since there are six different characters with the expansion pack, we find ourselves playing multiple games back-to-back, -back, switching up which characters we each use. Uh, when it's just two or three of us playing, we often like to each use two characters to make teams, which is a, a fun variant. Um, next on the list, we'll, we'll talk about the overall theme and design. As mentioned with the rules, it's a well-put-together game, but it's also eye-catching in the art department. The design itself is simple and nothing we haven't seen before, but I think it also adds to the fun factor. As I mentioned earlier, the adorable uh, sidekick Space Hamster Boo that uh, came with the expansion pack that included with the Ranger, I wanted to bring him up again uh, as a note in favor of the look and art of the game. Some examples of the cards that come with him are uh, Go for the Eyes Boo, which is his triple attack, and Boo, what do we do, which is his draw extra uh, cards. So you can see that the game creates a, a fun and, and light environment. Um, and the artwork on each card is humorous and appropriate for all ages, making this a winner in my book. And lastly, we will discuss the cost. I'm sure this is probably the most important category for most listeners here. Looking on Amazon today, the current price is only $10 for the main game, $10 for Baldur's Gate expansion, and $25 for the Monster Madness game. I always suggest supporting your local game shop, though, and buying it from them, so prices may vary. Either way, 10 to 20 bucks to get started with the main game and play with two to four of your friends right off the bat is a win without question. Yeah, to be honest, any games priced under $50 are a winner in my book as long as they're fun. And in this instance, you can get all three iterations of the game for that price. With all that said, let's get into the real scoring of this thing. I agree. It's time to talk ratings. Uh, as a quick reminder, our rating system is a thumbs up for good, shrug for okay, and a thumbs down for bad. Uh, so we'll start with the setup and learning curve category. I'll give that a thumbs up. I'll give that a, a thumbs up as well. All right, two thumbs up there. Uh, for the game balance, uh, only because I think there's some characters that are stronger than others, I'll give that a shrug for okay. I'm going to give it a thumbs up because I think that all the characters are very even, even that wizard. <laughs> uh, for the replayability, I'll definitely give that a thumbs up. We play this game over and over again with multiple iterations, so thumbs up for me. Make that two thumbs up. All right. For the overall theme and design, I'll give that a thumbs up. Uh, it's a colorful and, and classic, fun-looking game, so thumbs up. The game, it's cartoony and fun. That's a thumbs up for me as well. All right. And as you guys can probably guess on the cost, it's a thumbs up as it's a pretty affordable game. It's a no-brainer. So cheap, easy to get, easy to play. Thumbs up. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the PCG Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our review and rankings. As always, you can find us on anchor.fm under PCG Podcast or anywhere you find your podcasts. If you have any questions or comments, you can find me on Twitter at defunkafoo. 
and all episodes will be submitted and accompanied by a blog post on my website, defunctsgeekdom.com. Thank you for joining for this week's episode, and until next time, keep playing and game on.